Hey guys, it's Derek. We're back on the podcast. And this week, Ashley and I are sitting down to follow up on a blog post that we published, I believe it was last week. And the title of that post was, You Don't Need Goals. And yes, the title's a little clickbaity, and that is the exact point. Now, if you read the entire article, you will probably understand why we titled it that way and what the intent or the message of the actual post was. However, if you just read the snippet on Instagram or read the first paragraph or two and then called it quits because you didn't agree, you missed the entire freaking message. So we wanted to follow up with this today, provide you some insight and clarity onto what the actual message was, and hopefully open your eyes to the greater purpose of fitness and nutrition and what we're actually training for. So without further ado, let's get into the podcast. All right, everybody, welcome back to Ballistic Performance Radio. This is episode number 46, and I am here with none other than Ashley Broder. <laughs> Hi. How you doing, Ash? I'm good. How are you? Wonderful. It's a beautiful Saturday here in Ann Arbor. Can't it is. complain. Spent some time this morning helping our friends paint their garage, get their home gym up and ready to roll. And now we're recording a podcast. Yeah. Typical Saturday, right? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, So everybody that's listening, welcome back uh, to give you guys our usual updates here. First off with life updates, we just celebrated our three-year anniversary. Yeah. How about that, babe? Three years together. (laughs) I know. I can't believe it. A lifetime to go. If COVID hadn't hit, we'd be married. I know. You'd be Ashley Ball. That's crazy. I know. During your training all week, I was pretending to be Ashley Ball. Yeah, you were. It was driving me nuts. And Coda, Coda was your husband. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. We'll talk about that, too. They're, everybody's listening, probably thinking, what the hell is going on? But, uh, yeah, just celebrated our three-year anniversary, so that was awesome. We're doing uh, a little date tonight, I think, is our plan. Because mm-hmm. yesterday we were busy. We went over to a friend's. But uh, then the rower and the barbell have been put to good use. Yep. So I that, love it. That's a good thing. I'm literally obsessed with them. And uh, with that... We're searching for bumper plates, like really searching. Yeah. Because everything is sold out. Yeah. Yesterday I had to make a jump from 85 pounds to 135 pounds and it wasn't ideal. (laughs) You're just being soft. You could do that. My traps are sore today. (laughs) Yeah. So the reason we're looking for bumpers, we have four 45 pound plates, which is great. Then we have a set of tens, a set of fives. And then two and a halves. So we got those change plates. But we have no ten we have no fifteen pound plate, no twenty five pound plate. And you don't necessarily need a fifteen or a thirty five, but that twenty five pound plate That's key. That's clutch. So yeah. we're gonna get we're gonna find ourselves one of those. Uh and then besides that, just my new job. Yeah, how's that going? Uh it's good. I'm crushing <laughs> if I'm gonna be confident in myself. No, uh but the new job's actually really good. I'm enjoying it. Uh, I'm doing well. You know, they, they actually keep a leaderboard for us all. So I'm on the leaderboard, which is a He's good thing. He's tied for first. I wasn't going to say that. Are you surprised? <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> uh, so doing really well. 
watching. Of course, I'm leaderboarding, trying to stay up there. Now I'm like challenging myself internally to keep crushing. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's completely different than anything I've ever done before. But it's it's fun so far. Yeah, it's got like a competitive atmosphere to it. The guys are all really cool. There's girls too, but my team is all guys, so they're really cool, and everyone seems to be getting along. And our boss is great, so all good things. Yeah, he has to rehearse scripts. That's what we were talking about earlier, and so yeah asks me my name a few times every day and so sometimes I'm Ashley Broderick sometimes I'm Ashley Ball but I also am always married to Coda Ball or Coda Broderick (laughs) it's really annoying but and it throws me off but it's all right that's what I need I need some some uh (laughs) curveballs in there to keep me on track and then uh moving on to ballistic updates uh the same day such a weird coincidence that we celebrated our three-year anniversary for our relationship, it was also our one-year anniversary for Ballistic Performance. Yeah. We did not plan that last year. No, we didn't. That was Which just a odd. pure coincidence. Yeah. I but don't even remember thinking, oh, I'm going to post on, like, I'm going to make this Instagram post today on Ballistic. I know. I don't even remember processing that. Me neither. But I was talking to one of my clients, uh, Renee, this week, and I can you vividly remember walking in Florida with Coda? And just being like, all right, we're doing this thing. And then the next day we did it. I don't know if I remember that or not. Really? I, you know, I me. Can my like memory vividly, sucks. I could tell you exactly. We were almost by that palm tree, like where we always turned around. Like I can vividly picture it. <laughs> you know me though. Like my memory doesn't work like that. Yeah. Like I can memorize <laughs> all this new shit now for this job, but yeah. I can't remember stuff like that. I know. But, uh, but yeah. I'm here for so that's awesome. Yeah. We put out a post. If you haven't seen it, go check it out. Kind of rattling off everything we've done in the last year in terms of content that we've created. And it was pretty cool to see those numbers. Like yeah. Over free five, content. Yeah. Free content. Over 500 Instagram posts, like 400 and some TikToks. What was it? Like f- 45 blog posts, 46 including this one. No, I think it was one. only 16, but I didn't count. Not like, blog posts. W- podcasts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 45 And then podcasts. 16 blog posts. Yeah. Which we didn't start blogging until literally like probably a month ago yeah um so that was newer but yeah that was awesome to see and then uh you know we're continuing to refine and improve our processes our communications and the programs like within ballistic just trying to make the whole experience better for everybody Uh, especially you're just crushing it lately (laughs) i love it i know shout out to sue if you're listening (laughs) she's like my my editor and it's so helpful. I'm really trying to improve my writing. And <laughs> she's a great teacher. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. She's been helping us big time. And then we're also still in the midst of continuing to plan and prepare for our next program launch. Yeah, I haven't even told you. I already planned it. This past week, I laid okay. it all out there. There we go. Ash is <laughs> on the ball. Well, you're making the program, so I'm doing the launch. <laughs> got it. Well, that hey, I'm all for it. So we got that figured out, it sounds like. She can fill me in after this episode, <laughs> I guess. Uh, and then with that, we still uh, we have something else up our sleeves. I'm so excited. We I have cry. a secret and awesome and just like, like can I, can I swear? Just like yeah. a fuck yeah moment. Yeah. And something that I happened <laughs> that we're going to share with you guys in the, in the coming weeks. I would I say hope you, this week. I would say within a week, but I don't want to yeah, pull true, the trigger early. True. But uh super awesome 
affiliation that's in the works. I can't wait to tell you guys about it. And uh, it's going to be great. I think it's going to really not only help you guys, but help us and our brand and where we're trying to go. And so it's just super awesome. Yeah. As we say at Power, let's go. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, but if, anyway. no, if people don't know it, Power is your new job. Yeah, Power is the new job. Oh and that's one, of their, that's one of their sayings within the community is like, let's go. They and get Derek themselves fired it. up. 10 times a day. I just like to throw a little F word in there too sometimes. Yeah, I didn't know that that wasn't a part of it, but it's fine. When we text each other in the group, it's LFG. Okay. (laughs) Let's fucking go. (laughs) All right. Uh, Anyway, guys, today, the topic today is actually exactly the post that we put out a couple days ago. Mm -hmm. So if you missed it, a few days ago on Instagram, we put out a post and it was titled, You Don't Need Goals. Uh, yes, it's kind of a clickbaity title, but that was sort of the point. But I wrote this blog post and then we put it on Instagram, a piece of it, to bring people to the blog post and to read the entire thing. And that was the title of the blog, You Don't Need Goals. And the entire premise behind it, we're going to get into here, but I wanted to cover it in the podcast as well because I think it may have been interpreted in the wrong way. Or if you only read just that snippet that we put on Instagram, you probably didn't get the entire message Mm -hmm. and it may have been confusing and maybe even like just a little, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? A little abrasive. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to explain it all and explain to you why it actually does make sense and where we're trying to go with this. So first we'll just kind of review the, the blog post. Mm hmm kind of break it down and then we'll follow up with our what our message was intended to be in case anybody missed it. Yeah. All right, so first off the like I mentioned the post was titled you don't need goals. And really how we started off the blog post was explaining that you know in the last 5 to 10 years, especially in the fitness space, you know goal setting has become like a buzz term mm-hmm. or like, you know, a clickbaity thing. Everybody it seems like every coach, every gym out there now has the same mission, right? They're like going to help you set new goals. They're going to help you achieve your goals. But that's really it. It's just like this blanket statement, but there's no really like process that's involved with that. Or they don't go into detail of how they're going to do that for you or anything like that. They're Mm -hmm. just talking about why it's important to set goals and that they're going to help you achieve them. And to be clear, like to lead off with, we're not saying goals are bad, right? Goals are great. They're really valuable. You need goals. But in fitness and nutrition specifically, there's going to come a time where you don't need goals. And we're going to explain how that is and why that happens. And so, you know, when you first began, I want you guys who are listening to think back. When you first began your health and fitness journey, like what was your goal? If I had to guess, most people listening, your goal was probably aesthetics in some way you wanted to lose some weight so you looked better you wanted to gain weight so that you looked better you basically just wanted to look better naked i would say that or feel better yeah maybe feel better but in general i feel like that casts a pretty broad net we probably catch most people in that yeah all right so that's how you started out now especially if you were in crossfit but some other group fitness as well once you achieved that goal or got even close to achieving that goal In that process, you probably started to think, okay, like, I want to start doing some cooler shit. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to be able to, if you're talking CrossFit, I want to be able to snatch. I want to be able to walk on my hands. I want to be able to do a muscle up. 
You know, maybe in like Orange Theory, some other setting, you're trying to get more splat points, increase your base space, you know, any of those sorts of things. And so that starts to happen. So now you're basically looking, how do I run faster? How do I jump higher? How do I lift more weight? How do I do these more advanced things, right? Mm -hmm. All right, so that's like stage two. And then after you've developed that, like that baseline of fitness and started to pursue those performance goals, well, now it's like, where, where do you go from there? Mm-hmm. Now I'm pursuing like these higher level things and trying to achieve like, you know, maybe it's like a double body weight deadlift or, or a body weight back squat or what, whatever, right? It's, it's relative to everybody. Well, once you start achieving those things, where do you go? What's the next step? Because for most people, you can only lift so much weight. You have like a capacity, right? There's a ceiling to your performance for the general population, right? Unless you're some kind of freak superior athlete, there's going to be a point where you get to that you think, wow, I like, I like did all the stuff that I set out to do. Like when I first started into fitness, I've done all those things. Yeah. I can, I keep using CrossFit references, but it's just where the background I'm from, right? Like I can walk on my hands. I can snatch. I did a muscle up. I did a lot of these things. And so you get to that point and then if you're on the right track, I would say if you have someone that's influencing you in a positive way, you have a coach or maybe a group, a training partner or a group of people that has a much broader perspective that is able to look at all of fitness and say, okay, we've done these things. That's great. Look at what our bodies are capable of. We don't need to keep pushing the envelope. Mm-hmm. We are nine to five desk jockeys that do this as a hobby. We are fitness enthusiasts. We are not competitive CrossFit athletes or fitness athletes. That said, when you reach that point, now is the time or that is the time to start valuing how you look and feel over performance, right? Start really digging deeper and asking yourself the harder questions of like, why am I trying to set this new aggressive goal like why am i trying to back squat more why am i trying to deadlift more why do i care if i can walk 20 feet further on my hands right all these things and that's a really difficult place to be in but it's also a really great place to be in and i think we're going to elaborate on that a little here Mm -hmm. before i go any further did you want to add anything ash i don't think so am i making sense is the question yeah. Okay. I think it's hard because I think we have a little different mindset when it comes to this. I don't know. Like, I just feel like I always, yeah, I do want to walk 20 yards further on my hands. Well, don't ruin my point yet. Okay. Right. So now that's it. But that's actually good because that's probably what most people who are listening, if they're like you, they're thinking that, right? Yeah. They're listening to me thinking like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, I always want to, I want to push my body, right? Like I want to yeah. do more. And that's great. If that's what makes you happy, fantastic. Keep keep doing that. But here's the thing. For most people, they eventually fall out of that phase or they transition. Their goals change. Their life changes. Something happens to where now performance is no longer what drives them. And that that's completely cool too. What I'm trying to get at is you don't always need to be striving for like the next greatest thing in terms of your performance. For most people... When they get to that point that we were just describing, now's a time to pull back, take a broader view and say, holy shit, like look at what all my time, energy and effort 
has produced. Mm-hmm. Look at what I'm capable of. Like, look how fit I am. And obviously, fit fit is a relative term, but it's like, look at what I'm capable of. Look at the capacity that I've developed through all of my training. Yeah. And when you get there, if at that point you're able to do everything that you love outside of the gym, anything that you are pursuing outside of the, the four walls of the gym, then why push yourself into a point where now I'm possibly compromising all of that capacity and all of that ability? Right? You're saying with possible injury? Possible injury, possible overreaching, like overtraining, just any of that. Yeah. Right? Anything that's associated with that. Now, I'm not saying stop training. I'm not saying start going through the motions. I'm saying you have reached the point of maintenance. Mm-hmm. And maintenance is a goal. Mm-hmm. Maintenance is a real thing that you can work on. It's something, it's a, it's a phase that you're in that can be prolonged, that you can live your life in that stage of, of training, basically. Yeah, right? and you can still get better at ma- with maintenance or at maintenance, don't you think? I'd say it's possible, like right? Like you can get better, I don't mean like performance-wise, but you can get better like mentally. Yeah, and we're going to talk about that too. Yeah. yeah, there's that, and that's the biggest thing, right, is if you've reached this maintenance phase, the reason you're struggling is a mental component. Yeah. Your mindset hasn't adjusted to what your body has already achieved. Yeah. You're still pursuing some crazy performance goal, but you don't know why. You don't know why you're pursuing it. It's not going to make your life any better. Mm-hmm. It might provide some sense of like accomplishment, right? But that's where you have to start weighing these pros and cons of pursuing those things. Mm-hmm. That's why I'm saying if... If I'm already able and capable of doing everything I want to do, every hobby that I enjoy, I can hike, fish, ski, run, jump, climb, right? I can do anything that I want outside the gym. I can play with my kids without feeling achy and and tired and all of these things. Then I'm in a really good spot. Yeah. I probably just can continue doing what I'm doing without feeling like I need to move forward, so to speak. Yeah. Do you think a lot of people get to that point? Or do you think people don't push themselves physically hard enough? Like, I understand it's it's all relative. Like, your fitness is not going to be the same as my fitness or one of our clients' fitness. But do you know what I'm trying to say or ask? Yeah, I don't think a lot of people get there in a mental perspective, a mindset perspective. I think a lot of people have gotten there physically. Okay. That's just my opinion. I think a lot of people get to this maintenance phase physically. Mm-hmm. They're, they actually, they're at peace with how they look and feel. Like they're, they're in a good spot, right? They're yeah. enjoying how they look and feel. And they're perform like, I hate using the word performance, but like how they feel during their training sessions mm-hmm. is still good. Like yeah. there's nothing wrong with it. But I think what people try to do is try to relive the glory days. I think people look back on six months prior, one year prior, three years prior and think like, shit, like I can't do that stuff anymore. Like what? I used to be so much fitter than this. And they say things like that. And that's mm-hmm. like negative, a negative mindset to have. You're thinking about what you used to pursue when your body was in a completely different stage. Right? Yeah. You're thinking, and this, I have the perfect example, right? In 2015, when I was training 
to try to make it to regionals with my team, we were training so much. I mean, we were doing two, sometimes three 90-minute sessions a day. Mm -hmm. We were going for it. And my body felt amazing. Like, I felt like I was the fittest I could ever possibly be. And I wanted to continue to get better. I wanted to be the best person on the team, right? I just had this fire of, I am going to compete and we are going to crush it. Mm -hmm. Well, if I try to adopt that mindset now, I'm doing myself a disservice. I don't need to do that. Yeah. That will in no way, shape, or form help my quality of life outside the gym right now. Yeah. So you just shifted from performance to health. Right. And I think everyone needs to make that shift at some point. Yeah. Right? Because that's a shift into maintenance. Focusing on health over performance, that's showing that you're maturing mentally into a stage of, okay, now it's about longevity. (laughs) Right? Yeah. When do you get to that point? <laughs> you've got to take I'm a, asking personally. You've got to take a deep dive. But does that make sense? Yeah. What you just said, it made it click. I again, uh what's it? Selfishly, I wanted you to talk about this blog post because I didn't really understand it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but but so I get you have to give do a deep dive. I I get that. I mean <laughs> It doesn't make it easy, but I get it. Yeah, it's definitely not easy. But that's the point I'm getting at is yeah. at some point for 99% of the population, I believe... Not be- even 99, everyone. Even if you're a, a, okay, an yeah, Olympic true, athlete. True, But that's, right? I'm saying at some point, everyone needs to make this shift. Yeah. And the reason you need to make this shift is that life is about so much more than fitness. And I'm going to get into that in a minute here as we transition to like my follow-up to the whole blog post. Mm -hmm. But that shift is important. Number one, it allows you to recognize and appreciate all that you've accomplished thus far. Mm -hmm. It allows you to look at what you've achieved in terms of your fitness and say, wow, like I did lose 25 pounds. Like, or I did gain 10 pounds of muscle and keep it. I I am able to see my abs now or my pants that I haven't worn for five years do fit better now. Mm-hmm. So it, number one, it allows you to recognize those things and then celebrate those victories or appreciate them. The second thing it does is it helps you to realize that, okay, I don't need to achieve every single little thing that I thought I needed to achieve in fitness. Like maybe I did miss the mark on getting X number of muscle-ups unbroken. Maybe I did miss my weight loss goal by one or two pounds. Maybe I would like to see my abs a little more in the summer, right? But those are little things. Those are things that aren't impacting your health. They They shouldn't be impacting your mindset or your quality of life. Those are just little things that like you just missed the mark on. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. But you crushed all the other stuff. You achieved all those other things. And then the last thing it allows you to do is take everything that you cultivated inside the gym and find other avenues outside of the gym that you can express that fitness and utilize all of those skills that you developed. Yeah. How long did it take you then to shift? Uh, A long time. Uh, A really long ass time. I I was going to say... Honestly, I don't feel like 
I noticed, I mean, I didn't know you when you were like trying to compete. Like I met you at the very end of it. But I wouldn't say that you had this mindset shift until this year. I would say it was a little earlier than that. Like I would say Florida. Yeah. I would say like 2019. Yeah. Yeah. So, So sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So I would... I would say it took me the process. I would say I started to kind of understand it in 20, I guess I would say 2017. I started to just have thoughts, right? Like in 2015 is when you like 2015 was when I was all in, like I'm going to become the best CrossFitter or die. Yeah. (laughs) That mentality. Mm -hmm. Like I want to be a quote unquote CrossFit athlete. Then in 2016, like still training hard. We had, I had just relocated or yeah, just relocated back to Pittsburgh mm-hmm. and kind of like 2015, 16-ish. And so I was still training super hard, still wanted to be the fittest dude in the gym, yada, yada, yada. 2017, my knee really started to bother me. Mm-hmm. And that was where I started thinking, holy shit, like m- my knee is a serious issue. Like it is impacting my ability to do things outside of the gym. Now. Yeah, you were taking Advil right. every day. Like I was popping like three Advil every morning. Mm-hmm. And so that's when I was thinking, holy shit, I cannot even walk up and down the steps without my knee, like severe shooting pain. I can't like go out and play pick up basketball with my friends because I won't be able to walk the next day. Yeah. So then that was, okay, that still took me another year to be like, I need to go see somebody about my knee. I need to probably not squat heavy anymore. I need to not clean heavy anymore, right? Yeah. So that's another year. Then it probably took me another year, 2018 to 2019, to say, you know what, this is it. I like I keep saying this is it, but this is actually it. Mm-hmm. I cannot do this anymore. Like, I am 28 years old, and I'm not going to be able to get down, kneel down, and play with my kids when I'm 60 because my knee is so jacked up. Yeah. Right? I get that the injury kind of led you to that, but... For a person that doesn't necessarily have an injury. For them, it's even more important because their body isn't going to like. Isn't making them. Yeah. Nothing yeah. is making them stop, but it needs like it still needs to happen. Not even stop. They need to make that transition. Right. So then yeah. for me, finally, what would that be? Five years later, I've now come to the point where, you know, we had created ballistic. I wanted to create a program that encouraged that, mm-hmm. that promoted training at high intensities, but only about one day per week, right? We only train at maximal intensity one day per week and mm-hmm. move. And with build, obviously we're building a better physique without breaking you down. So there's not a lot of dis- like destructive, so to speak, yeah. training there. The intensity is just not there. But the, the loading, the volume and all of that is. So we created those programs and now we're following those programs and for me, it's like, it's the perfect ex- experience. Yeah. It is allowing me to still get the intensity and the appropriate doses. My knees are better than they've ever been, right? Aside from that stupid week of training I had to do with with Orange Theory where I had to run every day and now my knees hurt a little bit again. Mm-hmm. But if that hadn't happened, right before that, my knees are the best they had ever been. Yeah. So I, f- I felt great. And so now I'm here, right? I'm at this point where I'm trying to promote this this shift of mindset to everybody else. Yeah. So I have a quick question. Relating it to nutrition, something you just said made me think of it, how 
with nutrition, we can go into a deficit phase, but you can only stay there for so long. And ideally, we return back to maintenance before our bodies start shutting down. Right. And then you're at maintenance for a few months or years, but let's say a few months, and you go back down into that deficit if you're still trying to lose weight. Do you think that applies with fitness as well? Like you're in the maintenance phase right now. Do you think you'd ever transition back? Some, I'm not saying like competitive professional crossfitter. I'm just saying in some aspect. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're asking. You're basically asking is like is training or is the mindset of training periodized like nutrition? Yeah. I, off the top of my head, I would say no. Okay. Only yeah, be- I agree. Only because I feel like ultimately we all need to get to a point where we're at peace with everything that we've worked for and achieved Yeah. in terms of our, not only our physique and how we look, but how we feel and perform and just everything that has to do with our health. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I, ideally you'd get like that with nutrition, like you get to that spot yes, with nutrition. Yes, you get to a maintenance and nutrition as well. But I don't know. I don't know if your body just changes too much. Like, I don't know if, you know what I mean? Now there's going to need to be tweaks along the way, right? Just like there is with fitness. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. I can't continue. You know, when I'm, when I'm 60, I'm not going to be doing the exact same things I'm doing now. <laughs> maybe. I hope I am, <laughs> but maybe I can't squat as deep as I once used to, yeah. right? Or maybe something happens, God forbid, and I get injured in some way, like outside of the gym. And maybe I can't go as heavy overhead or I don't, I can't go as head as overhead as often. Right. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I just, that eight out of 10 intensity or that eight to 10 out of 10, that super high intensity, that's going to look way different. Right. I'm not Mm going to have the same capacity I do now. And the same thing goes with nutrition. When you're in maintenance, well, guess what? Age slows metabolism. It's a proven fact. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I'm not going to be able to eat as many calories as I get a little bit older. I am going to probably have to change things. For example, I just developed some kind of oral allergy syndrome this past <laughs> year, and I can't eat raw vegetables anymore. That's what he said. He tells me. But it's legitimate. <laughs> I know. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. And so, like, who would have seen that coming, right? And so now I've had to adjust my nutrition in some ways with that. So yeah. there's still tweaks that go along. It's not like, oh, I hit maintenance now and I just ride this out the rest of my life. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Okay. So all, right. all that said, no, that's good. So all that said, here is the follow-up to the blog post. And hopefully you're still listening and, and processing what, what I'm saying. Because I feel like maybe some of you read the blog post and thought, what the hell is he talking about? Or maybe even now you're listening and thinking, that makes no sense. Like, you need goals. Goals are everything. Smart goals, blah, blah, blah. Well, listen here, Rick and Sally. This is my point. The po- This entire post and podcast, they're not designed to devalue goals. It's to help all of you who are listening understand that it's completely normal to not have goals at certain points in your health and fitness journey. Mm-hmm. it's completely normal and in fact it's healthy both physically and mentally to arrive at a point where you're at peace with how you look feel and perform mm-hmm. you like how you look when you look in the mirror you like how your clothes fit you feel good in the gym you feel good outside of the gym when you're doing the things that you enjoy you have reached a point where you should be proud of where you're at Yeah, right. that is my point because if not 
we, you know, what, what are we doing? Are we just continuing? We're just always reaching for more and more, which, yeah, that sounds great. But then are you ever at peace? Are you ever fulfilled with where you're at? Are you ever truly enjoying all the work, the benefits of, not even the benefits, the rewards of everything that you've invested to get there? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, you know, I think what people, and even as I'm saying it, right, it's easy to argue, well, you should always strive for more. Like, you should always strive for better. I'm not saying you should just stop and be completely complacent and content. I'm just saying get to that phase, get to that maintenance point and appreciate it all. And then pursue something else that allows you to challenge yourself both mentally and physically. Something that is not the barbell, right? Something that maybe, you know, maybe you pick up a new hobby. Maybe you start to play a new sport or you start doing obstacle course races or maybe you, uh, you know, get into hiking or fishing or it can be anything. Mm -hmm. But all of those things are ways for you to express all of the fitness and mindset and grit and fortitude, everything that you've developed in the gym. Those are all ways to express that and to utilize that to create a more fulfilling life for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I mentioned earlier, our life is about so much more than fitness. And if fitness is your primary hobby and it's something you love, it's your passion, well, guess what? It's our love and passion too. That's why we started this business. Mm -hmm. But if that's all you're focused on, if you're like Energizer Ellen who just goes to 16 classes every day because you have a class pass and that's all you want to do is go to a fitness class, talk to your friends and eat as clean as possible and just stay on that, that routine and that regimen. If that's what fills you up and that, that's what makes you happy, that's cool. But I doubt that's what fills you up and what, that's what makes you happy. There's probably something you care about more in life than fitness that you're neglecting because you're so concerned with fitness. Yeah. So that's my entire point is life is more than fitness. Yeah. No, I, I like it. Does, does that make more sense now to you? It does. Mm -hmm. Are you just saying that for the sake of the podcast? No, <laughs> I swear. Okay, well, that's all I have. I don't need to dive any deeper on it. Did you have anything else to add, Ash, before we sign off? I don't think so. All right, well, for all of you listening, number one, thank you for sticking with me. <laughs> Two, I hope that provided some clarity. And if it did not, please send us a DM, uh, send us an email, give us a call, text us, whatever. Just get a hold of us and I'm happy to talk about it more because I'm not trying to start a debate. I'm trying to help people see that the grass ain't always greener. It's easy to think that the grass is greener on the other side, meaning that next goal, that next fitness pursuit, etc. But if you've been around long enough, you know the grass is only greener where it's watered. You've got to take care of the grass you have if you want it to be greener. You like that? I do. Do you just come up with that on the spot? No, I stole that from Grant Cardone, I think. Uh. But that's my point. The grass ain't greener. You just need to take better care of the grass you have now. Yeah. <laughs> Love it. All right. Love it. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. We'll catch you later. Bye, guys. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Whether this is your first week tuning in or if you've been here with us since day one, we cannot thank you enough. We appreciate you so much. We could not do this without you. So as a favor to us, as a little gift, please head over to iTunes, leave us a five-star review, 
leave us a comment in there as well. That is how we get more recognition on the platform, reach more people, and change more lives. If you have a topic that you want us to cover on the podcast, please send that in via DM, Facebook message, email, text message. We don't care. Just send it to us. We are more than happy to dive into those topics and answer your questions. And of course, if you do not follow us on our other social media platforms, you are missing out. For all things fitness, head over to TikTok at Ballistic Performance. We have posted over 400 videos there and it's continuing to climb, covering literally every single topic you can imagine as it relates to training. If you're looking for fitness and nutrition advice, even some mindset, make sure you head over to Instagram at ballistic.performance. We are putting out free content there every day to bring you as much value as possible and hopefully move you towards your goals. Of course, the podcast is here as well. And finally, the blog. Head to our website, check out the blog post. There's a ton of value there as well. Guys, we are really all about helping you in any way possible. Again, we appreciate you so much. Have a fantastic week and we'll catch you next time.